0: welcome back everybody we are here for another episode of the all elite murder theater podcast this has been a big one we got mox we got uh mjf and cm punk a lot of craziness happening this week how's everybody doing miss tammy how are you today
1: okay we're gonna get something straightened out right now you don't have to call me miss tammy anybody over 10 doesn't call me that okay all right all right other than that i'm doing fantastic
0: (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) excuse me tammy (laughs) anyway chris how are you doing buddy i'm good man i'm good all right all right are we ready to get into this whole thing
2: yeah buddy
0: all right (laughs) So, what an interesting week, huh? Yeah, it was an interesting week. I want to say,
2: did you think it was better than the week before? No. No. Man. I actually, this was a rough week for me for wrestling. Uh, okay. I don't know, man. We'll talk about it. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's start out with the dark,
0: dark elevation. I thought that that was pretty cool this week. Um, was what was
2: what was your favorite match, Chris? My favorite match was uh, Janela and Moriarty. Um, and, and really that's, I don't know. I don't even know if that was my favorite match. I, I kind of picked that. Cause that was like the best match that I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, like the best match that I saw put together, like it wasn't either of their best matches and it was a little bit sloppy, honestly, early on, but like, there was a lot of like clever, like chain wrestling and stuff and a lot of like stuff building that. So I, I got really into it just because I thought it was a different side of both of them really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know if it was the greatest match by any means, but that's what I picked for these two episodes. Cool. Cool. Tammy, what'd you think? What was your thoughts?
1: No, I didn't have this clear overall, yes, this is the one, but I did like several moments. And I i like on certain weeks like this, I tend to like the dark and dark elevation more sometimes. I think probably is it's less expectations. You know, we don't have all this big expectation and we just kind of see what's up and I think I think it's cool. So the ones I liked that stood out to me uh, are uh, when uh, Penelope and Helica, just because I like both of them a lot, uh, and I think they're both excellent wrestlers. I think Penelope is outstanding, and I love Angelica's Helica's attitude and energy every single time. So
2: yeah,
1: uh, and Was I like Maria or- and Recca a lot
2: as far as Angelica risk that match, did they say, I think Mark Henry or somebody on on commentary was like, yeah, her second match here. And I was like, second match. She's been Mm -hmm. on like five or six times. I'm going to have to, uh, I'll, I'll try to screen grab that and send you guys the clip. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, uh, That'd
1: be interesting. And I, mean, I like the Marina Shafir and Reka a lot too. You know, I just right. I like the women a lot this week. And I thought they were like they there was a lot of, of strength with the women's matches on dark and dark elevation. So those nothing really was like sometimes we've had these like they should have been on the main event matches on dark right. and dark elevation, and none of those really came out to me this week, but I did enjoy the ladies this week.
0: Yeah, I, my 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 thoughts are pretty much the same. I agree with I agree with both of you. The only other match that I liked that I thought was cool was Dante and Matt Seidel versus Bear Country. I thought that was a fun match.
2: I thought you might pick that one.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I thought that was cool, but I, I liked all the matches that you guys picked too. I especially with the the marine Shafir one. That that submission hold was just it almost struck me as bizarre. And then I thought like, okay, that's pretty cool. You know, yeah. like afterwards, I was like, after that soaked in, I'm like, Oh, that's a pretty cool move. Just like joke her out with her own knee. So yeah. I thought that was pretty, so that was probably was pretty neat. And I thought um, I'd like to see her, you know, obviously she's kind of, seems like she's coming up a little bit more. So I'd like to see her in some more matches. So that'd be pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That actually, that actually brings me to my talent of the week uh, Rika Tahaka, uh is it Rekka? Is it Rika? I thought it was Recca. I think um, it's Rekka.
1: I thought I said Rekka, but I don't really know. We'd have to double check. I should know by now. I've seen her a couple yeah. of times. We saw her walk by us in person one time at her show. This
2: I think this was only like the second time I've seen her. Um, like that I remember. But I was really impressed by her this week.
0: She's good. I mean, we've seen her a couple of times, I think. I think we saw her one like the very first time we went to a live show, we saw her. Wrestling. I don't yeah, know that, if she
1: wrestled. I know she
2: loved Yeah. The selling of that finish was amazing.
0: It was. I mean, yeah. she really did sell it. So, I mean, I thought she was good. So, definitely, I mean, it's cool that AEW's got this deep roster that can, that, that, you know, and not just like deep roster of like stars, deep roster of people that could potentially be really great. So,
2: yeah. And, and that's actually something that pissed me off this week, too, because we'll talk about it in a minute. I don't mean to get sidetracked. No, it's okay. Been, Randy Rhodes and this thing going on with Paige Van Zant, somebody from outside the company. I don't like it, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But it relates to what you're saying.
1: Gotcha. 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 Cool. So then so, up. Go okay, ahead, Did you did we all say our 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 uh, person of the week? No, not yet. Go right ahead. Is that Go- what you were gonna say? And yeah, I cut for- you off rudely.
0: Yes, you did. Tammy,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did also pick uh Rekka as the new talent with uh uh, honorable mentions of Kylan King and Toa Leona
2: I almost went with Kylan King too yeah
1: it was a hard choice Uh, I just I just felt like Rekka was just a tiny hair with that hold and all the things that you know that's what did it for me so I I debated between the two and then Toa just seems like a lot of fun (laughs) and sells things well
2: what
0: about you, Chris? Uh,
2: yeah, it was it was Reka for me this week. Um, just just great. I, you know, I I, I was gonna say Invictus Cash
0: because I thought he I, I thought he was a good wrestler and he had some good moves. So I'm gonna go with Invictus Cash. So I thought that cool. he was he's a good up and comer. So
2: yeah, I was looking, and then then uh, I was also looking at uh, what's his name? Um, the reality. Uh. Oh uh, yeah, Jay, Jenny from Jersey Shore's yes. husband or whatever. Now that yeah, cat, yeah. I can't remember what his name is. I can't remember which night he was on, but he was on getting beat by somebody. Uh, he was on my list of people of maybes.
0: Was it wasn't Jordan Costa, right? No, that's not him.
2: I don't think so. No, I don't have the cards in front of me. Normally, I have the full card printed out for every show. This but this week, I I, I didn't I didn't go through and write everything down.
0: Zach Clayton, wasn't it? yeah that's him yeah 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 he wrestled tony nice yes thank yeah. you yeah yep yeah.
1: that was a good match and i that think was a good i battle. mentioned it somewhere for some reason i don't know why that was oh. definitely
2: a good battle that's I like the second time i've seen him i've seen him sell an ass whooping really well he seems like a professional dude yeah sorry go sure. ahead tammy
1: no, that's okay. I was your, I was interrupting.
2: What's your honorable mention?
1: Oh, I wanted to say that um, even though I was disappointed to see Marcus Cross with his hair back up again, I loved that when somebody <laughs> called him uh, Dragon Ball Z. I don't know who it was. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs>
2: it was Taz.
1: I, was it Taz? <laughs> uh, and I was like, I love that perfect. because I just said
2: that like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> with did on.
1: Did you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the yeah. Notes from you, Chris. Um. But I, I was really disappointed his hair was back up, but I have to say every time he's on, I think he he's fun. He sells in a really dramatic, fun way. So I wanted to just mention, even though I gave him like new talent a couple weeks ago, when I do see him, he's fun to watch. I hate his hair. I feel like he belittles his wrestling with his hair. It makes him look too kid-like and jokish, But I think we all right? have to have a gimmick. You <laughs> gotta have a gimmick,
0: you gotta have a gimmick. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So uh I've noticed <laughs> I noticed two things pushing storylines <laughs> this week. Uh the Anthony I had a couple, yeah. I had a couple, well, Anthony Agogo, you know, calling everybody out at AEW. I thought that was a good storyline push. He's like, he wants a shot. It sounds like he wants a shot at everybody. Everybody's forgot about him because of the, you know, his injury, and now he's back, ready to kick somebody's ass. And then the other one that I noticed was QT Marshall Marshall. As, asking the Dark Order to join them. What was up with that? That was pretty yeah, five and ten, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. And then, of course, you know, Comrado and Solo, you know, beat their ass and threw them out of the ring. But it was mm-hmm. interesting the interesting ask, and, and that's another thing that can kind of relate to the interesting ask that we saw in uh Dynamite, too. So, you know, like I, that, I never expected, yeah. Coming so but but what did you what about you tammy what did you think pushed the storylines those two things or
1: yeah i don't have anything more to yeah. add you you summed it up perfectly
0: right how about you chris
2: well i mean we.
0: I had anything two else things.
2: i had two things too um okay. and i don't think you talked about either one of these actually so we're good uh okay. lance archer had another steamroller of a match with some poor kid uh I he's re- just i mean but then uh, so Lance Archer man, this is like two or three times now I've seen him and he's starting to get gassed after a few minutes of this high power, high action stuff, right? Like if he gets the microphone in his hand, he's like out of breath and like sweaty. And it's like, huh, is he, (laughs) is he really like, it makes me wonder if he's going to be able to do like a long match on a card and, and like keep up that same like destructive explosive kind of power that he uses. but yeah, so that got pushed a little bit. And before I talk too much about him, um, also, Mar- uh, Mercedes, Mercedes Martinez and the Thunder Rosa angle kind of it, uh, it grew a little bit. I think it was on dark, not yeah. dark elevation. Yep. Um, you know, that was, I, and it's unfortunate because I was actually really disappointed in that match, but I, it was a good build for that. Um, and I thought it was cool the way she came out and everything. She looked kind of, you know, she looked like a badass. And, and then Ruby was kind of holding Thunder Rosa back. So, um, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the the three things, four things, five things that we just came up with. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably all the storylines that there were. Probably yours. And just to piggyback on that Archer thing, that might be
0: something we want to keep our eye on because yeah. we know that Hangman's got the stamina. Yep. And, maybe, and maybe that's Lance Archer's Achilles heel, and that's how he wins.
2: I mean, we're talking about a guy that did a draw in an hour and did all this other stuff recently, and does these yep. super long matches and never quits. Never. Uh, but but if you get knocked out unconscious, though,
0: what can we'll you We'll see do? this
2: week, right? This week coming up,
0: <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. All right, so are we good on that? Let's move on to dynamite, man. This was a crazy, crazy dynamite. Uh, yeah, in the sense that there was a, a lot of things I did not expect. I was, you know, you, you, you kind of see the typical things and then we kind of, there's a couple of things going, but you know, we start out, uh, dynamite, obviously the one guy got replaced some, you know, he made some statements back in the day and unfortunately, uh, they weren't good ones and Tony Khan removed him. So, but we did get a great match with uh, Wheeler Yuta, which I thought was pretty cool. Wheeler Uta comes out with Danhausen, which I thought was hysterical, and uh, and and you know Mox and and to go at it, and I thought that that was a really good matchup, man. I thought that was pretty fun. Um, the Danhausen shit just kills me. I love I love it. I mean, Dude, <laughs> he's awesome. He's really, so cool.
2: I really do. It's the worst thing ever, and it's so bad. It's great. Like it's, I, I, yeah, for yeah. that match, literally the only thing I wrote was, I'm so glad that orange Cassidy and Danhausen are there yes. because the match itself, I wasn't, I wasn't too huge on it, but you finished what you were saying,
0: but no. Okay. So then let me ask you that. Why weren't
2: you huge on the match? What was wrong with the uh, match? Well, uh, there wasn't like a reason for it really for me, like they didn't, there was zero story. Cause he was supposed to, he was supposed to have a match with that guy that was supposedly coming down from the other company. But then, People found out he was an asshole or something. So they pulled that match real quick and threw you in there. And it's just like, there's no build for that for me. And with Moxley right now, I feel like it's really important that what he does, they make it look like it means something. The Mm -hmm. stuff that happened after though, that stuff was important. Right. Um. So do you want to get into that? You want to get into that now, Chris, or you want to hear from
0: Tammy? No,
2: no, let's let's let Tammy talk about this match first before we get too far into that last point. Okay, go ahead, Tammy.
1: Should I not bring up the last point? Or- well, no, We're you going- can, absolutely.
2: Yeah, we can I'm going to just go
1: through my, my notes on this one. Remember, they're in real time and my pen was broken, so this is the best I could do. Uh, I put Danhausen is a distraction. It isn't a, it's not that I don't like him. It's just that he was a distraction from everything going on. Moxley needs to finish Yuta. I think it was taking too long for him to finish him. Fairfax versus Arlington is what I I called it. Mox being Arlington and you to being Fairfax. You know, we didn't like them Fairfax kids, Chris, until you moved out there, which was way later and it was cooler then. Okay, you know know him, he lives in the suburbs. You know, his parents got a little money and he's been training in the nice gym, you know? So that's how I felt. But when I looked at this match, I saw Arlington versus Fairfax suburbs and arlington <laughs> should win is what i put it's my next <laughs> note. arlington should and win then, yeah and then i put fuck a curse so i guess somebody <laughs> <laughs> Danielson must have cursed somebody so i said fuck a curse took too long to beat yuda yay danielson i like where this is going love this danielson proposal to take over by teaming up we shall see so those are my notes for the week on that
0: yeah one. So let's pontificate on the teaming up with uh, with Brian Danielson here. What the hell do you guys think about that? I was shocked in the sense that, okay, I could see them. That would be crazy as a tag team, but how would it work out for them winning the championship as individual belts? I don't quite understand where he was going with that. I think it's kind of cool because, man, they're both like such badass type of wrestlers that it would be really fun. And it's, I, I mean, I really think it's a cool twist that they threw in there. And I'm excited to see where it goes. So, but
2: I mean, what are your thoughts, Chris? So there was a point when Brian said, in my opinion, I don't care what anybody says or something like that. He said, I don't care what anybody says. In my opinion, you were the greatest aew world heavyweight champion and i went he's he absolutely correct that is so on point for how i feel about how they like use the world title so far Mm -hmm. um i like i like hangman and stuff but that title man on john moxley was just incredible right um so i thought that was a really cool point to throw in there but i don't know if i'm excited about this angle I don't know if I'm excited about either thing because I don't feel like I have enough information yet. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I have enough information to really feel like I know what John Moxley would do or that I know what Brian Danielson's going to do. I don't, I don't have enough story yet to, mm. like, really think I have a good enough opinion about where it's going. Right. So there's so many options of how this could work. I mean, if Mox says no, right, it's leading to a match. If he does say yes, let's just say that he does. Mm-hmm. And this thing turns into a thing where they actually became a team and all that. First of all, they'd be hugely popular. Um, I mean, that would make money. The shirts alone would probably sell a bajillion in like, it's, it'd be like the CM Punk thing where it crashed pro wrestling T's website. Sure. Um, the merch sales, the, the draw that that would bring to television matches to have those two in a tag team or something like that. Um, more importantly, the whole thing that he was saying about, if we took this person, that person, this person, and we mentored them, he's absolutely right. If that was true in real life, these cats would all improve a lot faster yeah. because between both of these guys, you got like, I don't know, 40 plus years experience in the business for the two of them combined. I, I mean, yeah, these ideas are awesome. My problem and my fear is that it's not going to go anywhere. And it feels like such a great idea. Like I yeah. wish, I wish I knew that that was legit and it was going to be a thing. Cause then I could feel really excited about it. But if it's not going to happen, like don't tease it because that's the, all those things that happened in this promo could be like monumental.
0: They could be. And I, but I think that that's what AEW likes to do. They like to leave a lot of meat on the bone when it comes to things like this and really get you guessing. Cause like, There's really been no talk in any of the promos from here on out yet. So we really don't know what's going on. And we're probably going to go a whole week without knowing anything that's happening with this. So,
2: I don't know if you guys have seen the newest promos for this week, like the newest commercial that came out. It said, don't miss the dynamite that might change everything. I don't know what that means, but everybody's talking about a big signing of a free agent or something. There's supposed to be something really huge happening this week. So if this right here, if this doesn't do something in the next week or two, nobody's going to care anymore because there's right. going to be other stuff happening. So right. I want this to be a legit long-term thing. Well, hey, let's hope so. What do you think, Tammy?
1: I think Chris made a lot of good points. And some of the the reasons that he's hesitant are reasons that I'm intrigued. Like we don't know what could happen. And I like not knowing, I don't like seeing what's coming. I don't like like, I like when things get shook up a little. Um, Of course, sometimes it could get shook up too much where it's just way too abstract and doesn't make any sense. I love that. I think that this was the whole reason of the match. So it didn't really matter who Mox wrestled. This was the the point of the match was this reveal. So I I never saw this coming because I just thought Danielson was watching him to challenge him, not to try to join him. They don't seem like team players. So that's interesting I don't see two people working together on a team together. Um, yeah. But if they do, because of all the reasons stated already that they stated and Chris mentioned, I, I think they would be amazing. And so I'm excited to see what happens. I hope that they don't let it just fizzle out because that's such a big thing to, to, to contemplate that there should be like a big finish to whichever way it goes. But personally, if, if I was to choose i would choose them to team up for at least a while i mean of course they will have to go against each other one day because it's like the hunger games you know you kill everyone then you got to kill the the last person that you survived with you know that's just the way it goes so you can eat but they all know that and um that would be a cool final uh showdown once they beat everyone else and then go against each other for a title that That would would be a really good way to
2: build a big story for them too you're absolutely right about that
1: so you know we'll see what they do with it but like for all the unknowns to me I like the unknowns because I don't know what they would do and I don't I couldn't say like when they went who would they go against and how would that end up who would be their biggest challenge you know because they're both so good so I'm I'm intrigued and and interested and that was probably a a highlight for me this week just to have this question mark and this new uh, avenue to explore.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I think there's going to be some incarnation of this in some form. What it's going to be, I'm not sure yet. I don't know if it's going to be a big match because I don't think they're going for that. I think either Danielson or Mox want to go after a title. So for them to, to fight each other, it seems kind of pointless to do that. You know what I mean? If they're trying to go for if their ultimate goal is the title. Whether it be the AEW title, whether it be the TNT title, no matter what it is, I just don't. I don't think that that you know, unless it's an undercard on a pay per view, I I don't. I see them teaming up in some in some form or another. But that's just me. You never know with AEW. So, but um, anyway. It's really cool that they put it together, and it's really fun. So it's it's exciting yeah. to look forward to it. So, Yeah, I so, agree with that. Mm-hmm. For sure. So after that, we had this MJF CM Punk promo again, and then we get into Brandy Walks on stage, and there's Lambert and, uh, and uh, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, Men of the Year. And, of course, Lambert has his... <laughs> It's his lines that just kill. Me. He's ready to get canceled. He doesn't care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brandy goes off on him, slaps him in the face. Paige Van Zant comes out, gets in her face, a big brawl ensues. The entire ladies' locker room empties and splits them all up. Tammy, give us your thoughts on this
1: some some good moments some uh, i mean i feel like uh brandy could have shit talked lambert even better than she did i think he, he he he's a little too good at that you know and you need you need to come back even stronger you need to like make it so he has no comeback i i just I, she's good but she's she should be like he's just such a good asshole that like you just want a little really? bit more and the slap wasn't even like enough like it was so over-dramatized. Like I would have liked to have seen something a little bit more gritty and hardcore there. I liked all the ladies coming out, all the wrestlers coming out and kind of in their corners, holding each other back. So that moment was a highlight for me. Um, other than that, I don't have much to say about it. I, I just felt like mm, it was okay. It was really cool when everybody ran out. I liked that part. I wish Lambert would've got slapped around a little harder because he said some, he says a lot of really misogynist, vicious shit towards the women. And that's just like, hey, you know that, well, that makes you dislike him. So he's kind of doing his job. I'm not holding it against him, but I, I but somebody needs to come up against that equally right and right. brandy just hasn't quite she she did it another promo she she came out and got got on him a little bit better but this time her, it should have been the next level and it wasn't next level her So pro- i just want her to work on that just like be more of an asshole, brandy
0: her pro- <laughs> but no her promo in jacksonville was her best one against yeah Miami. that, one, and when yes, she, that, that Jackson, one that was the so one that was the one that was really good now i know chris you had something to say about this and i think you know you and i are kind of along the same lines with Paige Van Zant coming out, because I know you were gonna mention something along those lines, and I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say, so go ahead.
1: You're not a psychic, oh. You kind of said a little already.
2: <laughs> well, be- before I get into that too much, I just wanna say uh, the Dan Lambert stuff I thought was fantastic. The problem is it's such low-hanging fruit and it's so offensive to so many people, I'm sure, Um, and they're taking it seriously. Somebody out there is taking this stuff seriously and it's, it's, it's definitely like super overboard in my opinion. Um, it's generating huge heat for the guy that like like everybody hates him. And some of the stuff he says is pretty funny just because it's so bad. It's like, Jesus Christ. What about watching? Um, and yes, Brandy absolutely did a better job before with their last thing. Here's, here's my issue. Uh, we've got Brandy and Dan Lambert. And if, and if it's building to this thing with Paige Van Zant, that's a huge disappointment for me. Um, but what I was going to say was Brandy and Dan Lambert. I don't need to see. I think, I think it's, there's other things they could be doing with TV time, but more importantly, specifically having Paige Van Zant coming in with a roster full of women that are talented and don't get enough TV time as it is. And we're 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 spending all this time on these segments to ignore this women's roster that then has to come out at the end of this fucking thing and do a pull apart after the shittiest looking half takedown thing I've ever seen in my life. If if this it okay, so she's supposed to like really be pretty brutal, right? Yeah. What was this takedown? She like lifted her up and carried her to the ring post. I what was that? So we've got somebody coming in that's not in the business, (laughs) haven't been putting the time in for AEW and getting them to where they are, developing this brand and this business and this community and all of these things, these people are backstage putting in this time constantly. And to bring somebody in from the outside that's not even a wrestler, to take up these many segments already before we even had a thing. Yeah. Yeah. All that time wasted when we had all these all these women run out at the end to break this up you've got to be kidding me they're probably like backstage like is what the is this a joke right they're having us right. run in nobody's even we don't get 5 seconds of tv time to do a run in on somebody that doesn't fucking work here like it's just i'm i'm super pissed off about it and that's all i'm not going to say anything else about it
0: Right. Well, I mean, I kind of, I agree in that sense. I think that they're only using her for the fact that she's star power. Paige Van Zant's a is star. She? she is. Is she, she though for an AEW audience? Yeah, because she's all in, she's involved in that MMA stuff. A lot of that stuff crosses over and there's a lot of other MMA guys that are in this, in this vibe too. And, uh, but I agree with you in the sense that there's a ton of other women that are just so much better
2: at what they do and, they, and And they're working week after week after week for these short little TV matches that they don't get any time on. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah,
0: yeah. All right, we got thoughts, Tammy.
1: Oh, uh, no. I mean, I already said what I had to say. I, I think all right. you all are saying it well, and I love it. I like hearing that men are saying it because that's what we need. We need men to say that, not me. Yeah. You know, so thank you.
0: Well, obviously, that's going to culminate in a match between Brandy and Paige. So I guess we'll and see I don't how that. Care. happens.
1: And I don't.
2: I don't want it. I don't even want to see it now. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> it's, all right. You'll uh, oh, match, match that's show. in we'll Charlotte,
1: see. and Chris will be there It'll with be this line. Like I don't yeah. want this. this <laughs> I protest yeah. this match.
2: Anybody else, please? <laughs> right. That's funny.
0: Yeah. So then, so then, after that whole fiasco, uh, the a- AHFO, Now I'm just getting tongue twisted now. Yeah, had a little bit of a promo between, you know, obviously for Isaiah <laughs> and Sammy promo, and then obviously we'll talk about that at Rampage, and then comes the Death Triangle versus the now it's called the Knights of the Black Throne, from what I no, saw. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Okay, so yes. Am oh, wrong. That's what it said on the screen and I was like what the fuck is that? Cuz in the in the promo video, well the entrance video when they come out, it says uh something 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 the kings of the black throne and then the music hits. Yeah. When they when they announced them in the ring, it was kings, right? Yeah. Not knights, but then on the screen <laughs> it it said <laughs> knights.
0: I And then I read an article. Then I read an article. It's knights. I don't know.
2: You're shitting me. No,
1: I don't know. Who's the king?
2: Well, it's, I don't know. I suppose it'd be Brody King since they made such a big deal about the king name
1: and all that. I I don't know. But if they're the knights and then he's the king, but he doesn't seem to be the king. Okay, we'll sort this out. We'll we'll
0: sort this out later. But
1: actually, I have it in quotes. (laughs) Knights of the Black Throne, WTF. (laughs)
0: well that was interesting so tammy what did you think of this match
1: um i'm looking through my notes to see how i was feeling in the moment i thought it was a weird kind of matchup at first and i was really excited about it too because the whole pack thing to see how that ended up i thought it started am i talking about my all my thoughts and everything now or like, do you I go through my notes? Do, yeah, go whatever, okay. I, I went um, to I mean, I guess that's obvious, but I don't know, I lost, I went, I went somewhere else for a second. I guess like, at first I thought it was like really magical. Like when he came out and he was blind, I so believed that he was going to like do this match blindfolded. And I think that's why I was so excited. I was like, hold oh, cause even my first note is, how is this going to work? I'm excited, it's magical. And then all of a sudden he takes that shit off and can see. And I'm like, let see him do some shit with blindfolded. Then he would have been like my, I would have been forever. Like he would have been my number one that he like kicks some ass blindfolded.
0: The number one bastard.
1: (laughs) My number one bastard. Okay. um, So uh, the rest of my notes say Brody gives it to pack quite a throw. Penna doing some cool moves. Of course he always does. Rising strike, rising knee strike by Malachi was cool. Everyone's wrestling well. I don't know what well means. It's not good. It's not excellent. I just said well. So that's what I felt in the moment. Um, Brody and Penta is a great fight. Fantastic fighting from Penta or actually wrestling. I put in quotes after I said fighting. Uh, uh, Brody and my my pen was broken. So Brody gets it with, oh, something with. I don't know who Pete is. Oh, it must have been Penta. Said um, with the black mist. So.
0: Pete, that guy Pete just ran into the ring.
1: Got I hit. was like. It, got, it was submissive. <laughs> Instead of like getting a proper pen, I just kept trying to write with the broken ones for some reason. But overall, my my feelings, well, that's really his real name, you know, it's Pete. Pete. <laughs> he's yeah. not even Mexican. Pete, um <laughs> he's Pete, from Tennessee. Pete um,
0: Jones. His name is Pete Jones. He's, <laughs> he's a luchador in disguise. <laughs>
1: You know what? I have mixed feelings about this because I think I had expectations of Pack with his blindfold on, doing some crazy ass shit blind the whole time. So after that didn't happen, I think I was kind of let down a little. Like, um otherwise, I love all these guys and it was a fun match and I want yeah. to see where the Black Mist situation goes. Right, that's my thoughts on this.
0: Right. Cool. All right, Chris, what you th- what's your thoughts?
1: Ah. Uh... Uh you, I w- I wanna
2: I want to know what you think first. All right, sir.
0: sure. All right. First of all, I thought it was a great back and forth. I thought it was a very competitive match. I thought it was a fun little angle to put the blindfold on. Um Pack always takes a beating real well. So, he always sells a beating pretty good and then he comes back and he's got some of the best high flying shit when he does those corkscrew spins. And, and, you know, that's what makes him so great with, with, uh, it's so fast. It's so precise. He's such a really good quality wrestler and to him, him match up against Brody and and Malachi who are just fantastic professionals, as far as their, the way that they wrestle, the way that they sell things, the way that they have their moves and their styles. They have such distinctive styles to themselves. Um, I really thought it was uh, really fun. I mean, I thought um, I thought it was. I didn't expect any more than really what I got. I, I wasn't trying to look at storylines. This was this was Pac's grudge match. You know what I mean? This was Pac's way of getting back, and like I'm gonna get him, uh, and I don't care if I lose. I'm just gonna go for it. And so I didn't really you know, have this expectation that it had to push a storyline. I just, it, it, I, I had the expectation that this is a match and this is Pac Just wanting to, to inflict some punishment, whether he wins or loses because he's getting back at the house of black. And I think it's fun in the sense, because I just want to watch the house of black wrestle more, you know what I mean? So for me to get a match with them, because we know they're probably going to lay out for a couple of weeks you know, with all the other storylines going, I was, I was really cool with it. And then him and Penta pack and Penta are such, are so good together. They've obviously wrestled together for such a long time that their moves together are great. Just like Brody's and Malachi's moves together are great. So when you see two tag teams that really can do coordinated moves together, that really excites me when I'm watching the wrestling, because I like the technical element of it too. So, um, but I'm not going to like shit on the story. I'm not going to shit on the line. I'm, I didn't expect anything. I just expected this to be a, a brawling kind of beat down match. The only storyline that it kind of threw in there was that Penta got sprayed with the mist. Now, does something happen to him because nothing happened to pack and we haven't seen anything happen to Julia. So. Yeah. You know, you know, where are we going with that? I'll just kind of put that on the back burner and see where it goes but I just enjoyed the match for what it was. So what'd you think, Chris?
2: Uh, I kind of, I, you know, the match was a good match. Um, I wish we would have had a little bit more build towards it or, or maybe like a different version of this match to build towards this match. And, and maybe we'll get some singles matches out of it, like moving forward. But I kind of would have liked to have seen some of that in, in this build that we had. However, it's been a while since this feud had started originally. So, it's good that we're we're moving into it here. And and overall, I can't complain about the match. I was it, it lacked like bigness to me. Um yeah. and that's the one thing that I did expect from this match was like some real like uh like some 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 real I I don't know, just really heavy vibes of like this is very important uh and just, you know, epic. But for me it was like it was a cool match with some really talented performers, um, and I'm glad I got to see it. It was entertaining, but I don't know that it was enough for me to really like remember it next year. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was cool though. I like mm-hmm. all of them, and I what? thought I thought the Tammy, you're cracking me up with the blindfold thing because <laughs> I love that. I wish he would have done the whole match that way, and I wish I was able to think like that because for me, immediately when he came out, I was like all right, when's he going to take the blindfold off? Cause didn't he already do it in that like video he did. Didn't he take the blindfold off at the end of that last one where he was like, I think he might've. Yeah. So like, it was like, I knew. And then when he came out with the blindfold, I was kind of surprised, but the way he was walking, I'm like, okay, this is interesting. But I, I didn't think like, Oh, he's, he's going to do the whole thing. That would have been rad. Right. But I was more like, okay, when's he going to take it off? When's this going to get going? Yeah. um but yeah it was it was it was a gasser man i mean these guys went at it and it was cool um maybe maybe this thing will lay low for a little while and we'll get so i don't i don't know I'd, I'd like to see more of it Chris, go ahead tammy
1: no no i i he froze for a minute and i ended and then he i lost him so i okay. was asking if he was around, but yeah, yeah i don't have anything to say we're good i i good. i know i feel I i i guess i'm still like naive in this world so I did believe that somehow you would do that. But I think the important point was made by you all is that the black mist isn't meaning enough. Nothing's happening as a result of it. And that's disappointing. Like I I want it to mean something. I want there to be a consequence, like some shit to go down because otherwise who cares? Now you're just spitting in someone's face.
2: They might be building this to something though. Maybe this is something down the road.
1: Yeah, I hope
2: they
0: do. That would be great. I hope it is. Yeah, man, I hope it is, too. I hope it's incorporated into the storyline. But like I said before, I wasn't expecting this to be part of a storyline. I just expected this to be like a grudge match. And then the grudge match was over. Um, Because obviously, I really personally think they probably wanted to work uh, Phoenix and Penta into something against the House of Black. And they couldn't because Phoenix got injured. So they went went, yeah. went a little bit of a different path. So I wasn't expecting that, but I, I was expecting a good match and we got a good match. And yeah, so sure. I, I was definitely happy about that. So, but all right, moving on on that. So then after that, we had the Adam Cole challenges evil Uno, uh, but we'll get to that. So, and then we got into the Ruby Nyla Rose and I will start with this. I'm pissed off. All right. I'm pissed off because Ruby is getting treated like a dog in this, in AEW. And I'm getting real upset that she keeps losing because she's one of the better. She's the top. I think she's a top three or four best wrestler in the women's division period. And she's getting dogged and she's losing all the time and I'm pissed. And that's all I'm going to say about this match. I'm done you guys can talk about it but that's how i feel period tammy go for it
1: somebody likes ruby somebody likes ruby <laughs> i do she's amazing hey she's i think awesome. they're both excellent wrestlers and so I'm not, my feelings aren't hurt because i know ruby's gonna come up and, and have her day and i actually like it when new the new hires get do this because a lot of times they don't they they're just number one like danielson came in and beat everybody yeah. CM came in and started beating everyone, even because they have this whole reputation prior and they're all beloved elsewhere. But some of us are new and are just watching this. And so like, we, if that's lost on people like me. And plus, anyways, you go to any new company, then you should like, you know, pay your dues. And so I, I actually like see, seeing Ruby pay, pay her dues a little because when she first came on the scene, she was just like beating people that had been there for a while. Nyla was a champion she, she held a title here, so she shouldn't be easy to beat. So I don't feel, feel the same at all. I feel like, uh, they were both evenly matched and I'm, I'm never sad when Nyla wins. So, but I also, it's also because in my heart, I know Ruby's probably going to be a champion at some time at some point in time. And that's all I really have to say about it.
2: Chris. Okay. Uh, there's a lot to unpack between what you said, Rafe. And then Tammy, I'm I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. This was a good match. It was cool. Uh, I love Nyla Rose. I love Ruby. Soho Rafe. I'll talk more about that in a second. Cause I agree with what you're saying, but this match I thought was a lot better than the, the infamous jacket match. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I thought it was a cool callback because at the beginning of this thing, Ruby gets in the ring and she throws the jacket and that's the distraction. And it's like, okay, the jacket's already involved in this one too. And it was, it was kind of a cool, like story of the jacket. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, Ruby's been jobbed out hard here. Uh, she's been jobbed out everywhere pretty much in her career that I'm aware of. I don't think she's ever had a, a, a lot of wins in any company. Um, and the reason for that, Rafe, I think, is because she is so giving. Um, she 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 knows she's talented. She knows how good she is. And she, I think one of her biggest complaints over at the last place was not being used in a way that was helping other people. Um, she okay. wasn't that type of wrestler there. It was like this heel sort of boring thing. And now here, She's coming in and she's doing her job, the workhorse, match building. She, she carries everything for everyone. Um, and I think that might be what she's best at is just really being so damn professional and knowing how to put together great matches with people and work with damn near everybody. Um, I, I don't know if they're going to give her a title shot at this mm-hmm. point. I thought if they were, they would have done it in the beginning in this tournament and all this stuff we had going on. We all know how that ended. Uh, I don't think either title is in her future for at least the next few months. Um, and that sucks. But I don't think that Ruby Soho really gives a fuck. I think she loves her job that much and she loves what she does. That that's why you keep seeing this passion and this like almost perfection out of her to the point where there is no bad match with her unless somebody else really fucks it up. You know what I mean? And that's like, that's like how you can't be better than that.
0: Yeah. And Jade almost fucked that up in the the tournament, (laughs) you know, but that's, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I see your point. I definitely see your point and that's cool, but I want to see her win, man.
2: I I do too. I, I think she deserves it. She's an awesome character Anywhere she goes, she's got a great gimmick, a great character, a great vibe. Like I said, super professional. She definitely deserves a title. I don't disagree with you on that at all.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. We'll see how everything goes in the future. As far as like story was, I it seems like they were kind of putting the icing on the cake with, 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 with the rivalry between those two. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think we're moving on from that. And we're going to see different storylines from the ladies. So. That's cool. So then after that, we had the promo with Gun Club and Jurassic Express. They started beating on him and threw him out into the snow. Jungle Boy goes rolling out into the snow. It's like, I mean, Gun Club's really picking it up, man. So I think it's really pretty interesting. So, Tammy, what did you think of that promo?
1: I thought it was fun.
0: Yeah, it was fun. It was cool. It was cool to pick up that rivalry. They want. They're, they're hungry for that title. They want to get that title, man. Ass boys, they're ready.
2: <laughs> Chris, what's your thoughts? Yo, okay. So two things that are my biggest points, I think, from this. First of all, uh, Billy, right? The way he talks to people is so believably threatening. <laughs> so, so what's his name's doing the whole, uh, and I guess it was probably because of copyright or whatever, he was doing the, the song from Jungle Book. Bear necessities, but he said jungle necessity instead of bear, it was jungle. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. And then, uh, you know, Jungle Boy's doing his thing, and Billy just looks at him and he goes, You out of your mind. It was like (laughs) this low, kind of low volume, like, Are you fucking stupid? You know who we are? Do you know who I am, boy? It was almost (laughs) like this giant, scary man about to attack Jungle Boy, like for real. I did not like it. It made me very uncomfortable. (laughs) But So then so then, Jungle Boy gets thrown out that door, right? And it looks like he took the bump bad to me. Did you notice he hit the post? Like the pillar of the door, he hit the jam first. And I don't think he meant to, because he hit that motherfucker. It was like, oh, and then he kind of slid out of the door and sort of rolled out. Ooh, it looked rough. I I hope that was not an accident. And I hope he's okay, because damn. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this whole thing was great, man.
0: Yeah. Fun. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that match. I, I mean, I can't wait to see the gun club versus uh Jurassic express. That's going to be really cool, especially with Chris and cage hanging out and, and harassing Billy, Billy gun. It's going to be fun. So,
2: yeah,
0: I mean, you know, they're going to be have the outside ring shit going on and it's going to be, that's going to be really fun to watch those two getting slammed around. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, all right. So then after that Hangman comes out, just gets fucking <laughs> buried by Archer. <laughs> like just, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Archer just picks that motherfucker up, throws him into a table. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I don't know. You know, here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to give you my opinion. I, first of all, anytime Archer's out there, it's hilarious. I yeah. just love it. Cause he's like, he's just becoming the ultimate villain. And I, yeah, just all the shit he says to so all the fine. people in the crowd, is scaring the little kids and everything oh else. Oh my god,
2: crazy. he's such so, a shit talker.
0: Oh, he's such a shit talker. But the thing about yeah. it is, I don't know. I mean, let's face it, Hangman's gonna win that match next week. We know this. Come you think on. so? Yeah, they're he not gonna know
1: anything anymore.
0: They're gonna—they're not gonna take the nope. belt away. Nope. Rafe has said
1: it now. That's
0: his prediction. That's my prediction. They're not going to take the belt away from Hangman after eighty something days, maybe ninety at that point, and give it to Archer. I just don't see that happening, especially with when you have a revolution coming up within a month,
1: right?
0: right? So, if they, I mean, so how is he? How is Hangman going to plausibly beat him? All right, that's what we were kind of touching on before. Is the Achilles heel that he gets winded quick and he and he just expends himself right off the jump, and then Hangman takes advantage because he has the longevity. I just, I mean, it, it, Archer's such a force. He he obviously the last two times that they've been together, Hangman's done dick to Archer. Like I mean, he knocked him and he was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. Flew out of the ring at him and he was like, all right, you know, like, I'm all right. I'm just, I'm gonna fuck you up later. Watch me. So it's like there's no way if, like, you look at it as reality that Hangman would ever beat Lance Archer, even if, like, physically, athletically compatible. I mean, it's just not happening. So he's going to beat him somehow, right? Because he's going to keep the belt because they're not going to go into a pay-per-view without him having the belt, right? That's the way I'm looking at it. So I don't know why they did this so early. Is really my question. I don't know. What do you what do you, what do you think?
2: <sighs> okay. I know uh, there's a lot,
0: there's a lot here. So
2: let me let me let me start from the beginning of this thing here. So hangman coming out and doing his thing. The promo was kind of weird at first, right? Um, he sort of sounded, I don't know, uh confused, maybe. Maybe mm. he wasn't really sure what to go out there and say. He said, I've been what do you say? I've been looking for an opponent since, you know, December or something or January, three weeks later, here I am still no challenger. Yeah. Like, you're about to get in a huge fucking fight, dude. What are you talking yeah, I know. about? Um, So that was weird to me. And then there was the thing like Lance is so fucking dude, that guy is just I love his, his, the way he trash talks people. And the thing, I think he might be getting that from Jake, man. Cause like when, when Jake snake comes out and he said to Adam page, he said, shut up little boy. And then, then that old man, like no voice, probably half dead. Like <laughs> he said, shut up little boy. And that shit still sounded like it meant
0: something. Right.
2: And I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, but I think Lance Archer is definitely learning like how to, be an asshole and like make people afraid of him oh, and yeah. all those kinds of things from Jake because that was Jake's thing back in the day. But anyway, um, I mean he's a monster of a man anyway, the murder hawk monster, if you will. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. So, <sighs> is he gonna take a loss to Hangman? I, uh, the only way he will is if it is a long game thing and Hangman's able to survive for that whole thing. Is If he wins, right, that'd be weird, because then you've got this big, murderous world champion that never loses to anything and just runs through, I mean, everybody, week after week, like a freight train, on dark, dark elevation, dynamite ramp, it doesn't fucking matter what show he's on, they've got him just, he's on there for two seconds, and it's done, and he scares the shit out of everybody in the audience, and yells at little kids, and he like brutally beats these guys and these men. like and he's like you said a couple weeks ago and he was telling the one kid to leave the business just quit the business and just this week this kid he was in there with I mean he destroyed him Uh yeah if you put a if you put a title on a guy like that what what happens next right you know then you've wow. got this bigger than Goliath situation but I mean hang hey man can he really continue this title run with very little of any like real feuds because so far it's all kind of been not amazing. And it was the other people that made these matches good. Like they're running out of other people right now to put in a program with him that can have like a big draw and be really interesting for someone. Cause he's already fought like the entire roster 10 times anyway. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know if they can keep the strap on him for much longer. And if you're going to let anybody take it off of him, Lance Archer might be your guy.
0: Hmm. Okay. What do you think? What what do you think, Tammy?
1: I think everybody has made some very interesting points and some interesting things to contemplate. And I don't have anything to add because I just don't. I'm going to just process this conversation and see what happens. I think good points have been made.
2: Nice. I mean, do you think he could be a good champion though? Lance Archer.
1: You know, this is the thing. It's that there was, what was he injured when he was out? What was he, you know, remember he was out?
0: Yeah, man, we watched, he got hurt that okay. one match. So there watched. was
1: before that Lance and there's after that Lance and they do not seem like the same person. So no. and that's and so I just really don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um, I'm seeing I, I never knew who he really was. I knew that he came out, and he like took care of business right away in a fun way. He's elevated to a m- much more fun heel than ever before, but it's it's all still new. It's only been a couple matches in that we've seen this new and improved land. So I agree with all the points, which is why I'm not adding a lot. Is that, yes, what do you do with somebody like him as champion who could beat him? But at the same time, I think he'd make a fun champion. Because I look at champions on their ability, but also who do I want to see come out and gloat with the belt? Like Kenny Omega was the best with gloating with that belt. You know what I mean? Britt is awesome when she comes out gloating with that belt. Even though they're heelish, they're fun. So Whereas Jade isn't fun. I don't enjoy her promos, you know? And I'm a, I was a Jade fan until I saw that Ruby Soho match. And then with and then I'm not so much anymore because I feel like she needs to do a little bit better. And I don't enjoy her promos. It seems like that's not her talent. She needs some theatrical drama, dramatic speaking classes. Like it's just, it, there's no passion in it. It seems like she's reading off a card. She probably, Maybe she had to repeat it a couple of times. Whereas Lance would be really fun to watch. Now he's proving to us he has a personality and that he can really fuck with people. So having him as an unstoppable champion, like that could be the whole story. He's unstoppable. Who is it that can stop this dude? Like that's exciting. So I don't know, but you just never know. Like I know like Hangman's beloved, you know, are they going to take it from him so soon? I have no idea. But I think all the points that Chris made, especially about like, Who else is he going to fight? Where's the storyline going to go? There's always options if you're creative. So there always is. I I mean, so, but do they have that creative team to come up with that storyline? I don't think so. Not from what I've seen from them yet.
0: Gotcha. So we'll see only the future will tell. So then after that, we had Jericho promo with his Kingston beef and he has to have a team meeting with the inner circle. Any thoughts on this? I don't know what I think about this yet. So
2: (laughs) this was kind of weird, right? I mean, Jericho, he had that lame. What did he say? Something about I'm a bigger influencer than Kylie Jenner or something like, and it was like such a weird kind of outdated reference. I think Mm -hmm. I might be wrong about that, but I feel like that's outdated. I feel like she was a big deal a couple of years ago, but maybe not so much now. Right. Um, It was just like, old Chris out there doing his thing. Uh, yeah. I don't know what's happening with this. I really like the inner circle though, like before, and then the last few months I'm starting to not like it that much because I don't like the story and I don't like, like, I kind of like, I'm, I'm ready to see Santana and Ortiz just doing their thing. Um, and Sammy Guevara has been doing his thing and where the fuck is Jake Hager? I'm not sure anybody cares. Uh, yeah, um, right. I don't know. and, and Jericho, he's got to be done soon anyway, right? Like how long was his contract for? Because he should be probably taking some time to maybe chill and do commentary and it's getting ready to be summer. He's got a tour coming up, I'm sure. Oh, uh, yeah, he there's does. Prob- there's probably another cruise or two or three this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure he's not gonna be, so I'm curious to see where the meeting goes. I think it's strange that they're they're putting that on TV on the on like in the ring that's why are they having the meeting in the ring why wouldn't they just do a normal backstage segment like they used to do with the inner circle where they were backstage doing shit and it wasn't like a i I don't know it's weird it's weird tammy what's your thoughts
1: so the team meeting is designed to be an all-out brawl is what i think and i think that they're they're creating all of this drama so that pride and powerful can go and do their own thing I just don't think this is the way they needed to do it they could have done it in a supportive fashion like we want to shine and then the elder uh, professionals like i want you to do that go be free and do your thing and we support you and then later on they can come back around and have each other's back when shit goes down in other places that would feel better for the type of people that are the the wrestlers in this particular faction like they don't need to do the tag I hate the whole uh tagging self in tagging but like they that it keeps happening and like that's okay it's a good storyline but it's too much like again this is where in if you're a creative person which I am I will claim that for myself and I think very abstractly but I would never have any problem coming up with all kinds of creative ways to answer these problems they don't seem to sometimes. They seem to go by the same textbook formula and they don't need to. This is a whole new world with all kinds of creative options that you could tell these stories in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be someone's pissed off at each other. It could be a whole nother thing going on. There could be all kinds of different dramas and struggles happen- happening that makes people need to separate, right? Because there's lots of times where we have good things going, but we need to separate for our own journey in the world you know to do things you know on our own and so that could be you could do that with a blessing from somebody and then that could come back around when you're like you need help or you remember that that person supported you so you show up at just the right time in another storyline to like pay that forward again so that's where it's like we all like like this isn't who these dudes seem to be and you're making them these dudes and it's uncomfortable for us all to watch yeah secondly chris just know next year save your pennies because we're all gonna go on that jericho cruise together that's gonna happen one day <laughs> get kate
2: prepared <laughs> yeah i mean she'd 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 do, she'd be down like she doesn't care what kind of cruise it is or anything she'd want to go just for a cruise but yeah uh, But we, we have so that. much
1: fun together her and that's I. like
2: the only that's one of the few cruises i've ever seen that i'm like damn i might risk my life on a big giant death boat Yep. just to go do that it's i'm not doing one. it
1: otherwise so it's shame or... I, I hate cruises i think they seem disgusting and gross but i would do that because you could. all the wrestlers hang out on the boat the whole time you could see yeah. my friends saw abaddon just like hanging out and people yeah. run into each other oh yeah me and kate would have so much fun just planning our outfits
2: yeah it'd be a ball
1: so that's gonna happen now it's on air so now we're all gonna it's we have to do it because we just there
0: All right. So then after that, we had the lethal Starks promo and then it was like a little recap of that. And then we got into the MJF and the CM Punk match of the evening here. Here we go. Here we go. Who wants to start? I'll not me. No, Tammy, you want to go first? I probably
1: have the least amount of emotions attached to this. So it depends on what order you want to go in.
0: You go right ahead, Tammy. Okay.
1: So, um, I'm kind of looking at my notes but I don't even know if I want to go through them because they're so messy and discombobulated. I feel like I wasn't, I was never that excited about this in the beginning so I'm already at an unfair advantage. This wasn't that exciting of a match to me like, I don't know why like it was a fun build up I liked all the build up to it but like I never had high expectations for it one way or the other. But I did have the assumption, I mean, I know they're all good wrestlers, it would be a decent match, but it was like, I I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be it. I was more excited that you were excited about it. So, and I actually changed all of my plans to make sure I was home for it for that reason. But um, what I can say is that I really, I, the ending completely surprised me. And so I just assumed, I think that's why I wasn't that excited. I just assumed CM Punk was going to win. Like, I just assumed that. Like, they're not going to let Precious CM Punk lose. Nobody thought that. And so that's the best part of the entire match is that I was surprised. And that they took something Precious and they went the opposite direction. Now the way it was all done, it had to be cheating and this and that, of course, because we can't let anybody look bad. That's our our, our 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 beloved wrestler, right? They can't they can't actually be beat. It has to be through cheating, you know? So, you know, it's like, okay, you're letting him save face. I would love to see his ass kicked. Unpopular opinion. I know, but it's like, come on. I don't like, you got to fucking, you got to get it's some tough. grit on you, dude. You got to lose a little and humble yourself.
0: Yeah, but he's kind of gotten his ass kicked for the past couple of weeks with the exception True. of the Spears match. some good
1: power bombs from Wardlow. Wardlow, Wardlow
0: beat the piss out of him.
1: Yes, <laughs> but, but Wardlow still didn't win.
0: It doesn't matter. He still got the shit kicked out of him.
1: Yeah, but you see what I'm saying? Like he's not, it's still, there's a saving of something all the time with this stuff with these people. And mm. I don't like that. So other than that, I, there, it was like, there's a lot of fun moments. There's a lot of ridiculous moments and that's all I have to say about it. It it wasn't like, as I don't think it was a a big of a deal to me as it was for other people. I was definitely shocked though. I was pretty stunned at the end. And so do, do I agree with the ending? Do I like the ending? It's not really that I like it or dislike it. Otherwise that I just love to be stunned. (laughs) Chris. Okay. Uh, (laughs)
2: okay first of all uh, to me CM Punk did not get the best reaction I think he could have gotten in his hometown crowd Uh, that was kind of weird it was a big pop and stuff but it it wasn't the same thing we had on his debut No. Um, so yeah um, whatever that is what it is read into it if you want Uh, the match itself was okay there was a lot of momentum changes back and forth Um, there was quite a few false finishes before we even got to the actual situations, I think. Um, and then, so it kind of struck me as odd that CM Punk in the beginning of this thing wasn't in a hurry to rip off MJF's head, right? This feud has been building like a blood feud, like a huge fucking deal. And Punk has been out there talking all this shit about, I want MJF. I want to fight him, blah, 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 blah. And in the beginning of this match, he spent a lot of time not doing that. Uh, was I surprised by the finish? I was a little surprised by the, the chokeout finish with the tape. Um, but by the time I got to the real finish, I was no longer surprised. And I started wondering why they just didn't do that finish in the first place. Um, it was weird for me. I expected way too much from this thing, I think. Cause the match was good, uh, but it was, I don't know. It protected CM Punk. It, it didn't really build MJF the way I think it should have. Um, yeah. I'm not sure either one of them looks any better for this, the way it all ended. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah that's, oh I, that's about it for me. I feel I, the same way. I,
0: I, I kind of have that feeling too. And you know how much of an MJF fan I am. Um, I thought it was a, I thought it was fun up until the end, okay, and I and that's and let me try to see if I can explain this the right way. Um, I was a hundred percent expecting CM Punk to win this match, hundred percent. How he was going to win it, I didn't know. When MJF won, in a way, I was almost (laughs) kind of disappointed
2: because. Isn't that weird? I I know what you're talking about too. And I remember like, why, why is this not like exciting? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: But go ahead. So I was like, wow, that's almost, I'm almost kind of disappointed that it ended this way. And like with a little bit of the cheat, I figured he would do some cheating. All right. But he would still lose. And then that would just fire him up to talk more shit to go after punk again. And then Punk would basically just ignore him and never give him a match. You know what I mean? Just like the opposite. That's what I was expecting, really. Like CM Punk wins, MJF is losing his mind because he lost and keeps talking shit and talking shit and annoying the hell out of CM Punk. And CM Punk's like, look, I'm done with you. I'm moving on to try to get a belt. You know, that's what I expected. So to see CM Punk win this way, it makes me curious of how they're going to keep this the story going. Should they keep this story going? Is everybody right. kind of over this story? I'm kind of seeing people that are kind of over this story, like in the news, like on the rags. Yeah, so, it doesn't
2: feel finished now.
0: It doesn't feel finished. Um, obviously, they showed Wardlow reluctantly dropping the ring to MJF. Still no turn with Reluctantly? Wardlow. Reluctantly, yeah, supposedly. And so I, I guess not even going to bring that shit up, man. Right. And I guess you're right. It was like, we were expecting this, this match that was almost, you know, that was, could be compared to the, to the bucks first, the Lucha brothers, but it was, it never turned out that way. And so.
1: I was curious. nothing
2: close to a Brian Danielson match with no, any of these brutal, it wasn't like a John Moxley fight. It was no, I mean, it was kind of a dud when you look at what these two guys are capable of. Yeah. I felt that way too. I felt and I like was,
1: I started to zone out. I was high by this point. And I just like a couple of times started kind of falling asleep a little bit. And then I had to like make myself wake back up again, where if it's really exciting, that doesn't happen, you know? And yeah. thanks for bringing up the word thing. Cause that was the other part. I think we all had an expectation. No. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about it. Is it like fight club?
2: So I'm just really pissed off about it. So I wasn't going to bring it up. Rafe brought it up. Now you're Be talking pissed off. Just,
1: we all are. We need to vet. That's, we that's, to that's
2: what we want to do. Look on my notes. Literally what I wrote is Wardlow's in the ring. Or no, Wardlow with the ring. I said, what the fuck? No hope for this cat. <laughs> lame finish.
1: <laughs> so lame. So lame. I mean, if there was a no moment hope. to turn, no. that was it there's been like six there's yeah, six but that was you. the ultimate one i think because this was a culmination of so much
2: yeah and I'm, when he I'm, and when, I'm done waiting for it to happen now yeah. i think they're i think they're, i'm i'm pissed off they wasted my time i've yeah. lost
0: i've lost interest in this plot i've exactly. lost interest in this plot. and i like when mjf is on the screen but i think that mjf needs to uh, you know he's gonna go for his gloating that he beat CM Punk and all that shit but it's still kind of meaningless because he doesn't really have a belt it's not a belt you know so it's like I don't know I guess I expected too much and maybe I need to not <laughs> and just enjoy the moments for this but so but that's really all I have to say about that match I mean I don't know if there's anything else worth talking about with it so
1: no I think we're all disappointed and that's just the, the, the sentiment we can move on
2: It was like instead of, you know how like some balloons, like they pop because shit is just crazy, right? And then a balloon will pop. This was like when a balloon like slowly lets air out. And then at the end, it's like a little. Yeah. Yeah. And it's (laughs) done. Metaphor.
0: And you're just like, okay.
2: So disappointing. But hey, it wasn't. I could think of a worse way to spend almost an hour of my night, you know. That was a long match. It took up like almost the second half of the show.
0: It did. That's for sure. But but yeah, I mean, it was still entertaining, but it wasn't what I expected. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. So now we're going to move on to Rampage. So the first match comes out with Adam Cole versus Evil Uno. Um, it was a good match, that's all I got to say, Tammy.
1: I felt like everyone was looking at me. Okay, I have short notes on this. Adam is not playing around, clunky match for Uno, short, done, baby, out,
2: Chris. (laughs) i
1: wrote down why
2: (laughs) i said not into it but the promo after was okay right i I, I don't understand why uno i don't it's fucking stupid i that could have why uno Of, (laughs) of everyone currently available to do a feud makes no sense to have him go with uno i don't know why uno always gets squashed i'm sick of the dark order getting fucking beat up by everybody me too yeah uh you know whatever promo was cool
0: yeah yeah and he came out he says this is the new ruthless yeah i I wrote new ruthless adam cole he demands respect and he says he will become the world AEW world champion so okay i get it but i I don't know was uno just a place card for this or i don't i don't know
2: yeah. He's um, had a lot of these. He's had a lot of the list of names he went through. Yeah. It's an impressive list, but again, for all of them, why? Who Like nobody, there's nothing there to be excited about. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't like it, what they're doing with him right now, man. No, I don't either.
0: All right. I guess we could probably move on from this match. Mm-hmm. All right. So then we had the Jade promo and Jade really needs to, who those promos are rough with her. I mean, I, I I see her becoming a big star, but she's so, she's, she's not, I don't, it's not the term rusty. She's just so green right now. And. Um,
1: don't call her green. She likes that green, like money. Remember? Oh, That's right.
0: <laughs> that's true. There's
2: a reason they gave her that whole gimmick part, man. That whole green, like money thing that, that didn't come out of nowhere.
0: Right. So, all right. So then we move on. So then we had the Sammy Guevara and, uh, Isaiah Cassidy match. That was a fun match, man. I think Isaiah's underrated. I think that, you know, I, you know, I, you know um, you know, it, it's, it's Sammy having to defend the belt. Okay. He's got to go through the ranks defending the belt. All right. So everybody's going to get a shot, you know, so the AHFO gets a shot and, um, and it's a cool match because they're both kind of high flyers. They're both they can flip. They're, they're very they're very uh agile wrestlers. So it made for a fun match. Sammy was injured, so that was part of you know part of the the uh, the plot thing there, which was pretty cool. But of course, Sammy defends his belt, and he gets he gets the GTH and wins it. And then out of nowhere, Darby comes out and kind of like. What was that all about? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, is he going for the belly staring at the belt? Is this a, you know, you all, for a minute there, you're like, are they teaming up? Is he helping out? Like what the hell is he well, doing? There was like
2: that little post-match scuffle where everybody was jumping in the ring and stuff. Yeah. I mean, there had to be a run out of somebody that Darby's in the middle of this AHFO thing right now where they're talking about him every week. I mean, just this week, what was it? Andrade, they were talking about him and Hardy. Yep. And, uh, he did the whole uh maybe talk to his dad, that line. Yeah. That almost yeah. killed me. Um so yeah, I, I get the Darby run in part, sort of. Right. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think they're setting up a match for that. I think you're right.
0: Which would be cool, man. I'd be, be a fun match between Darby and Sammy. So I mean, I'm I'm very psyched about that. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a high flying match. Whether Darby wins it or not, it's it's questionable, but. Regardless, I like watching Darby Allen wrestle, win or lose. I mean, he's just fun to watch, but he just comes out of nowhere. And the shit he does is, is innovative. And he'll put himself on the line for shit, which is just like, I love it. So, Tammy, yeah. what, what's your thoughts? What did you feel about this?
1: Oh, you know, interesting enough, uh, with Isaiah Cassidy, this week I had to stick up online for the uh, private party. Somebody was trying to say they weren't that good. So I think they they have a lot of potential. So um, I mentioned that about Isaiah in here. Um, again, the, the he's another baby birdie, little young boy that is just amazing. And I just like, I worry for these guys when they wrestle as a mom sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to see them get hurt too young, but I just think I love seeing the young talent because I think, wow, if you're that talented now, where are you going to be 10 years from now? I'm excited to see as long as you don't get too hurt. Um, so my, my notes on this match is Sammy is such an amazing acrobat. I mean, I love that. So when I see a lot of these people, I look at it through the lens of like Cirque du Soleil and stuff like that, a lot of these high flyers. And it's one of the reasons that I got so interested in wrestling because it's super entertaining. And I look at it as like a display of what you're able to do, you know, like with your body and stuff like that. And I think it's really cool. And then, then of course they have storylines, which keeps it even better. Um, so I think I put that he's an amazing acrobat because he had done a lot of great flips and whatever you call the moonsaults and this and that. Um, And then I put, darn you, Matt Hardy, for interfering. Happy Isaiah gets such a big match, which I was really happy because Sammy's a champion and Isaiah is young and up and coming. And I thought that was a big, big match for him. So I was really glad that he got that. He's no match for Sammy, but I think he has potential one day in the future to be a Sammy like like a couple years down the line. I really do. If he he keeps up and he keeps up these good matches and he keeps uh, honing his craft, and then I said, Sammy's ribs are messing him up. And then Andrade, I <laughs> Isaiah almost got him then, but only because Sammy's injured. And Sammy takes out Mark Quinn outside the ring, which I thought was cool because he wasn't even involved, <laughs> but just to show off his great skills. And... Um, Then he takes out Isaiah with the GTH, Andrade and Matt surrounding Sammy, not sure what to make of all this. And then Darby enters and saves them. And then I I, I was just as confused as you, Rafe, about what was going down with this face-off. Is this a challenge? Is this like respect? It looks like challenge and respect. I don't know, but we'll see. That'll be interesting. That'll be a really interesting match actually with two very skilled people with different kinds of skill sets. So I like to see sometimes like what are these different skill sets? How will they crash together and work? And mm-hmm. who will win? You know, I don't know. You got you got different. You have two highly skilled people that are skilled in very different areas. That's my notes. So, so I mean, okay, with
2: Sammy and Darby, I mean they did. I think it was Revolution 2020 or something. They had a few going on. That was a big match. I mean, it's going to be a good match, but. Uh again I feel like the storytelling right now isn't really a whole lot of conscious here's where we're going with this it just it's kind of oh this is going on right now let's put this together real quick i don't feel like this was planned for with sammy and darby um and what's with the fucking two titles why does he still have both if only one of them was legit <clears throat> And undisputed, why do you still carry the other one? <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Good point. Sell that shit for charity or something. Somebody <laughs> will pay a lot of money for that title. Yeah. Sell it. Fucking let's forget that shit ever happened and right. move on. <laughs>
0: All right. I guess we're done with
2: that match. <laughs> so
0: then after that, QT Marshall gets on the promo, says he's got a challenger for hook. And he's got a, a special guest that's going to come out and wrestle hook. So that'll be interesting. The whole hook thing. I don't know. Everybody online loves him. So I guess we'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs> yep. He's definitely got a fan base.
0: He sure does. Uh, any, any thoughts on that or should we move on to the next thing? No, I'm interested
1: to see how it's all going to play out. I don't have an opinion on hook either way. I'm, I'm to be decided.
0: Nice. So then after that, we had Chris Statlander do a terrible promo with Legit Hirsch. And then Legit, that, that promo was so bad. I don't even know what to say. I mean, Not I her, love her.
1: I loved Layla smashing her with the chair. She's Chris great. Chris can't talk on camera.
0: Both Chris and Legit are great, but they're awful on camera, man. And I don't, you know, I guess that's going to come in time. Uh, it's going to, that'll be a fun match to watch. Yeah. Um, where we go from there uh we'll see but i guess that's what it is any thoughts of either of you on that
2: or no no go
1: ahead chris
2: i was gonna say uh if they're gonna do this feud do it on dark and elevation that's a show made for this kind of stuff where you've got two people who are right here you know they're ready to go a little bit and elevate but you, you got to put them in the right place to do that. Cause if you're putting them on these big TV shows, then people are going to start looking at these TV shows. Like they're just pretty much the same as the ones on the YouTube stuff. And it starts to bring the whole feel down of the, the caliber of talent on these shows. Rampage is not the place for that.
0: There you go. All right. So then we get into the thunder Rosa, Rosa, Mercedes Martinez match. Who wants to start this one?
1: I will if nobody volunteers. Go
0: ahead, Tammy. I wasn't,
1: I wasn't impressed at all. And except for, I, lo- I was impressed. I loved Rosa. She came out looking angry. I loved it. Uh, she was looking fierce. I loved it. I loved all her energy coming out. But um, And I loved Thunder Rosa in this. I guess who I wasn't impressed with was Martinez at all. Not even remotely. I saw that she sh- she displayed some good strength um uh when she lifted thunder rose overhead what is it called when they have them on the handstand and they're walking around with them on the, with the upside down like straight up is that a, Is there a name to that
2: i think it depends on what what sequence they're in or something okay. there's a lot of different versions it's, it's called the stand,
0: like, I like it's like a vertical, uh, delayed suplex or something.
1: Yeah. Like that. Yeah. But whatever that, sounds... that is, I think it always is a good display of how strong the person is to hold up somebody like that. So I definitely saw she had some, a little bit of slight Chris Statlander, maybe strength there where she can lift the people over her head like that. Um, and I loved thunder and all her energy. I hated how it ended with the pipe and the DQ, like the disqualification. I guess this is what I hate about that is that people cheat constantly. And what we've seen is that uh, like, like uh, MJF got away with cheating, right? And won. So why didn't she? You know, it's like always like this cheating. I mean, I did like the way they wrote the storyline though. I'll give credit. It's if all about if the ref can
0: shit. see it. It's the huh? ref can see it. It's if the ref, the ref. can see it.
1: I know, but th- the thing is, it's manipul- its such a manipulation of who when the DK, DQs count. I've seen like so much. i, mean, I don't even—I don't even understand if there's really rules here, okay? Because nobody ever follows them, and everybody's jumping in the ring when they're not tagged and doing all this shit. So when you have such an epic buildup to this battle, and then there's a DQ and it counts, it just seems manipulated.
0: Yeah, because but it is. obviously whoa, you're whoa, whoa. just
1: making it Hold so on. that you're going to fight again, and there can't be a decisive answer.
0: Hold on. So. There was there was a purpose for the DQ. There was a promo later that there was a purpose for the DQ. There, well, I know there, that. There the was, was a meaning. For she it.
1: just wanted to win. She didn't give a fuck. No, what it, she said.
0: Britt Baker put her up to it. That was the promo.
1: She put her up to winning she if you went, actually watched at, it, Rafe.
0: No, at any means she necessary. She wanted,
1: yeah, but she like, but she she didn't. She's mad that she didn't win. Legit, you didn't hear that in the promo. She wanted her beat like for real,
2: so, right? She wanted she her. Had- she wanted her done. She wanted her taken out.
1: Yes, she wasn't. It happy wasn't about whether that.
2: or not she won the match. She had to finish her. Right.
1: She, then when well, she wasn't happy with it? Remember, she was like bitching at everyone, and they need to get it right next time, and this and that. So in I that think way- that was a lot
2: of Britt Baker though. I think the way that she put this thing over may have been a little bit tough considering the way they put this match together.
1: Hmm. Well, I have to go back and look at it. Cause that might change it for me, but I still think like, it still made it like, come on.
0: And this also set yeah. up, the, set up beef with haters. And that whole thing though, Jamie, I'm, I'm not
1: talking about the promo. I'm talking yeah, but about this, the match this whole right match,
0: now. the whole match connected. No, no,
1: no, no. I'm talking about what I think about the match right, right now. The Don't actual what match. I'm talking in the about,
2: okay. All right.
1: Okay. The yeah, match. Itself. Me, I will
2: say this, this is like, I think Jericho put it over on commentary. He was like the first official DQ in AEW and you're absolutely right. AEW actually catches a lot of heat. For not following so many rules and letting so much shit just go, unlike there's no consequences a lot of times for cheating for uh, for uh, tag teams not following tag team rules where you have to tag in and out for a lot of stuff and they don't. Sometimes they they don't count certain things that they should be counting. It's that's something they are heavily
1: criticized
2: for. I've noticed that, and I know nothing.
1: Like I've noticed that I'm like, why does it sometimes count? Sometimes doesn't when they're standing there. So the end of the like my, my overall impression of the actual match beyond the the promo is that Melanie what her name Mercedes Martinez. Sorry. There's a singer called Melanie Martinez. Um, Mercedes Martinez did not impress me. Thunder Rosa. I thought was awesome. I thought she was vicious. She was like energetic. I love her energy. She came out looking so fierce. And I don't think Thunder has won enough lately either. And she's been working her ass off there and she should have just been able to kick her ass. And then they could have had another rivalry later, but I will suspend judgment on how all this turns out to see how this next, uh, leg of the story with the DQ and the Jamie hater and all that. And I hope it turns into something good.
0: Chris, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, yeah, I think you have a lot of valid points there, Tammy. Um, I mean this match was okay. Uh there was a lot of build for this though. So I kind of expected this to be a lot more of a knockdown drag out than it actually ended up being. Um the DQ finish I didn't have a problem with. I did have a problem with it being like a really shitty looking fake pipe. Uh props really fucked this thing up. Whoever was supposed to gimmick a fucking pipe for this, th- I mean I could think of eight thousand other materials to make something that looks more dangerous than a piece of p v c pipe spray painted fucking <laughs> silver. silver uh that was that was shit to me um for a company who usually does great with these sort of things. I mean people give them shit about the way they use crash pads and stuff too though, so I don't know uh yeah, the d q was fine. I didn't like the way this ended. I don't think this match had the heat it needed to to fulfill what they said and told us it was going to be like, yeah, they didn't come out and say, Hey, this match is going to be fucking fire. But they, we had some good promos going into this thing and a lot of stuff building it. And, and we got really kind of nowhere. And then Rafe with the, with the thing after the Baker segment, you know, she was the one that told her to take her out and all that. And then, uh, you know, they had the little disagreement or whatever. Britt Baker, did what Britt Baker does here, and for the first time, I don't think it suited the the exact statement of what this match was and how it all went. Uh, I think she kind of oversold her role in this. Um, It was sort of weird, the thing, and and I'm disappointed because I expect more out of Mercedes Martinez. You're going into this company. You're supposed to be this big badass. Go do what you do best. Don't half-ass it, and it felt half-assed. I, uh, this program frustrated me, and I'm so frustrated because a lot of this women's stuff right now, and I'm getting pissed, and it just makes me even more mad about the Paige Van Zant thing and all that. I, I wanted more from this, the thing though, with Jamie Hayter at the end, getting in Mercedes Martinez's face, that was fucking exciting. I want to see that match for sure. I, yes. I didn't want to see this to begin with.. Um, I love Thunder Rosa, but I didn't see any reason for these two to be feuding right now. And now it's supposed to be because this is the story is that Britt Baker hired her or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's kind of flaky, man. And
0: it is kind of flaky in the sense that when we first saw uh, Mercedes Martinez, she was helping out Jade Cargill. Right. So now you're helping out Britt. Okay. Uh, all right so the two tammy, champs
2: she's yeah. got she's got an in with both titles
1: right now then right? right
0: so tammy
1: also if you're a true badass you're not a hired gun for someone else true and she tried to act like she was such a badass you know and she was coming in here to prove herself exactly. well if somebody's just if you're just doing someone else's bidding then you're not the you're not in charge so true. that doesn't make her look like a badass that's really like somebody you like you care about so, yeah, it was, I was really disappointed. I had I'd actually was looking forward to that match probably the most out of that night, I think. Let me look at the other matches. Yeah, I you was. You know
2: who could have pulled this off, this role, this character, the way they did this? Serena Deeb would have been great in this. Yes. If Serena Deeb had been the Mercedes Martinez here, that shit would have been on point.
1: It would have. There should have been this. blood.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and then, you know, we did get a Deeb promo. So they are, they are hyping her, so that's really good. And then obviously they had the, 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 uh, the DMD section. And then we got into the uh, Ricky Starks and uh, Jay Lethal. I will say this about this match. It was a decent match. Jay Lethal is not being used right. He's better than what he's being used for right now, I think, personally. Um, but it was an okay match. Ta- we'll go to Tammy because I I see Chris is seething here. He's he's got a lot to say. So Tammy, go for it. So why didn't comment? you
1: pick Chris first?
0: Because I like to let it build. I want him to hear okay. everybody else. And then he I and won't be long, Chris.
1: Don't worry. So I'll just go through my notes. I put everyone looks cool in the promo. Yeah. No, I didn't. Hobbs looks cool in the promo. Oh. <laughs> Everyone's starting out a bit slow. Like I felt like it started slow. And thankfully, Lethal starts throwing out hits faster to get it going. It just started super slow, and then finally he sped it up. Good suplex by Starks. Where did Dante come from? Starks wins. They traded some great moves, but overall, my heart wasn't in this, and I'm not sure why. Like it just wasn't. Those are my notes.
0: Chris, you're up, buddy.
1: All right. Give it to us. We want to. We want to hear it.
2: So. Uh... Rafe, you're right. They're not using Lethal right at all. Um, look, they made, they made this thing happen out of nowhere. The head Lethal come out and do the thing with Starks and cut the whole promo where he came out on stage. Uh, we did all this stuff. Lethal, in reality, should have won this thing. Uh, no matter which way you slice it or how you look at it, he should have been the winner here. They shouldn't have done this program, especially involving any kind of title, even if it's a bullshit title. Um uh, back. <sighs> what pisses me off the most about this is that it's like it's it's just icing on the cake for a week of a lot of stuff that feels like mistakes. I mean, Lethal carried this fucking match, right? Like he had to oh, he had to keep this yes. thing on the tracks the entire fucking time. And he couldn't even sell this thing properly because it wasn't done well. Uh, He should have fucking squashed Starks, taken that fucking title and stopped the whole damn thing. If they were going to put this together, that was the only logical outcome. And they fucking, this is, this is blown in my opinion, more so than almost anything else. Maybe that I've griped about this week, this was the most unbelievable thing that happened this entire week. As far as, Level of reality. Uh, even if you do suspend your disbelief in a lot of this other shit, Jay Lethal is Jay Lethal and Ricky Starks is fucking Ricky Starks. Like there's no it's it's bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. I did not like it. I I'm mad I didn't like it because I wanted to see a good match. Um yeah, it was like it was like the icing on the cake, really. It was kind of like the shit at the end of a lot of. Not so great stuff. Yeah. And I, uh, it, it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth for the week. And I'm glad I've had some time to sit and think about it. Cause I got excited about a bunch of other shit instead. Right. And I, and I think
0: like, why, why do this match? If Jay Lethal's not going to win
2: it. Exactly.
0: Cause no one else really cares about it. So it's like, he should have just won it. And I mean, and then like Ricky have this struggle to try to get it back. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, like I think he's—I think Jay Lethal's such a great wrestler, and he's underused, and they got to use him some more. Got to, got to put him into a different plot line so that he can get some more action, be on TV some more. He's too good, man. The guy's just too good. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to next week. We got—I guess we got some big, big announcement. There's going to be somebody walking through the forbidden doors. There's going to be some people that we haven't seen before. Um, I'm, I'm a lot not of big even, matches too. Yeah, what well, like give us some examples. I can't remember what are the was some of the stuff that's going on.
2: The Lance Archer hangman match, that's, man. That's, that's gonna be in that's right.
0: The Texas enormous. Death match is the really the only one that that really comes to mind. I forgot what it, what is what
2: is else is in the undercard on these. Uh well, I mean, we got the thing happening with the inner circle, that's yeah. gonna be a big deal, whatever that is. This thing mm. going on with whoever's coming into the company um we've got what is what is the women's match that's about to happen there's a that, uh, I shit i can't even remember now there's been so many things like all these match graphics they've been throwing up on dynamite rampage this week there's yeah. a lot of shit happening next week and now it's so much i can't remember all of this
0: well it should be a very exciting podcast next week's too so this will be this will be a lot of fun and i'm uh you know as always i'm always ready for surprises and ready for things to go so all right man if that's all that's all we will let everybody go have a great week and we will see you guys on the next round peace everybody